Hey friends, what's up? And welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Lamed, Daf 30 of Masech Tatinus. Friends, um, I, yeah, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, uh, let's go right there. So today's Daf, uh, we continue talking about uh, uh, Tishaba. Um, it's very interesting stuff. <laughs> of course, I'm still sick. It's unbelievable. My mom has been sick for like <clears throat> three, four weeks already. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his vaccine. Let me tell you. I mean, either it's the vaccine or when I went to get the vaccine, somebody else gave me something I don't want. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll go upon him. It's a whole thing. Let's go weiter. So, if Tishabab, Leochal Adam, based Tavshilin Hule. So, on the eve of the ninth of the month of Av, so a fellow should not eat two cooked foods. Says of Yehuda that this aloche is only from uh, halfway through the day and onwards, six hours into the day and onwards. But me, but the first six hours of the day, you are permitted to consume two cooked foods. Um, it says of Yudah that that's specifically at the meal, the last meal that you're going to be eating before the fast day. So at that meal, you should not be eating two cooked foods. But in a different um, Suda, in a different meal, so then you're allowed to eat two cooked foods. And the point is that we're being lenient. What this means is. That, um, Kilu, even if it's in the afternoon, you're allowed to eat two cooked foods as long as it's not in the final meal before the fast. Utsricha, we need them to eat. Ashmuinan besuda amafsigba. If we would only know uh, that, that you're not allowed to eat two cooked foods at the last meal before the fast, well then I have a mina fil sulamata. I may have thought, what if I'm eating the last meal before the fast in the morning? So maybe there, I would be prevented from eating two cooked foods because it's the last meal. Therefore, Rabbi Yudah teaches that no, this is specifically in the afternoon. And if Rabbi Yudah only taught from, <laughs> excuse me, six, <coughs> excuse me, from six, <coughs> excuse me, from six hours and upwards in the afternoon, I might think that as long as it's in the afternoon, so then you're not allowed to eat uh, two cooked foods, even if it's just a regular meal, right? Even if it's not the Suda Amafsek, it's Kamashman Suda Amafsek, but therefore, Rav Yudam says specifically in the last meal before the fast. So, at your last meal before the fast, when it's in the afternoon, you're not allowed to eat two cooked foods. But at other times in the afternoon, uh, right? as long as it's not the final meal, so you're allowed to eat two cooked foods. And uh, in the morning, you're allowed to eat two cooked foods, even if it's the last meal. It needs to be the afternoon and the last meal in order to be prevented from eating two cooked foods. Let's go weiter. Tani Klishna Kama, Tani Klishna Basra. Says the Gemara that <coughs> we talk, I have a brisa supporting the first uh, expression of Rav Yudah that we're specifically talking about uh, in the afternoon. And also a brisa supporting the second Expression of Avira Marav that it's specifically talking about at this, the final meal before the fast. Tani Klishna Basra. 
Here is the Brisa supporting the notion that the restriction upon eating two foods is only in the final meal. If a fellow is eating on the eve of Tishabov, if he's planning to eat another Suda, another meal after this, well then he's allowed to eat meat, he's allowed to drink wine at the, at this meal that he's eating now, if he's planning to eat another meal. But if he's not planning to eat another meal, then he's not allowed to eat meat and he's not allowed to drink wine. So there you have it. That specifically at the Suda Mafsekis, at the final meal, that is when you are restricted from uh, eating meat and drinking wine and I guess Mimela also eating two cooked foods. Says the Gemara, and this Taka also, Bryce is supporting the first um, um, opinion of Yehuda Marav that we're talking about specifically in the afternoon. That you're not allowed to eat two cooked foods, but in the morning it's permitted. Here we go. Erev Tishabov, the Yochal Odom Shnei on the eve of Tishabov. So essentially, I guess on the eighth of Av, a fellow should not eat two cooked foods. Lo Yochal Basuf, lo Yishda Yain. He should not eat meat. He should not drink wine. Reb Shimon Gamliel Omer Ua says Reb Shimon Gamliel Yishane. You should change it up, switch it up. I'm review the case in Yishane. What does it mean that he switches it up? If he normally eats two cooked foods, so the Maisi should eat one cooked food. If he normally eats with ten people, alright, eating with ten people sounds very, very nice. What, just on a regular day, he eats with ten people? Alright. <laughs> um, so, so eat with five people. What do you do when you eat with five people? Maybe you schmooze. <laughs> Alright. So, If he normally um, drinks ten uh, cups. Ten cups? That's a lot of cups. What, do they have like little tiny little shot glasses? Alright, I'll if he normally drinks 10 cups, so he should drink 5 cups. <laughs> when is this? Specifically in the afternoon. In the morning. He's allowed to, you know, eat with as many people as he wants, drink as many cups as he wants. <laughs> he can eat two cooked foods, etc. In the morning. Tanya Yidoch, we talk about another b'risa. Erev Tishabov. Then on the eve of Tishabov, Loyochal. Excuse me, Adam Shtei A fellow should not eat two cooked foods. Shouldn't eat meat. Shouldn't drink wine. That's of Mayor's opinion. say Yishani. You should change it up. He should have to switch it up. and he should minimize his meat consumption, his wine consumption. Ketzad mimayit. So how does he minimize? In my litro. If he normally eats a liter of meat, he should eat half a liter of meat. Alright. Alright. If he normally drinks a log of wine, so he should drink half a log of wine. Alright. If he never drinks wine, so don't start now. If he normally eats radish, I think that's what it is. 
Whatever it's known is, I think at one point in Masech the Brachas, I made a mistake and Rabbi Yisrael corrected me. So Rabbi Yisrael, if I'm making a mistake now also, please correct me. I translated it's known as a radish. Is that correct? Or maliach, or some kind of salted thing, achar sudoso, after his meal, harishos biyado, he's allowed to. Tani yidok, mitak have another brayza, koshim mushum tishabav, osu lecho, basar vasar lishtosiyayin. When it comes to tishabav, so then on the sudam of sekes, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to um, eat meat and drink wine. Vasilichotz, you're not allowed to wash your hands, I guess. Kosheinu mushim tishabav, but by the other fast days, the other public fast days, like I guess if there's no rain or something, mutelech obasav lishtosiyayin, you'd be allowed to eat meat and drink wine, I guess, before um, the fast. The It says here also, but I think there's a different case that says mutter. Um, oh no, I think you could talk a key, to keep it as us or whatever it is. Vasil lichotz, you wouldn't be allowed to wash your hands. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi Omis Mishum Aviv says Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi, the name of his father Rabbi Yossi, Kol Shashu Mutter Lecho Basur Mutter Lechotz. If you're allowed to um, eat, if if you're allowed to eat uh, meat, well then you're also allowed to wash your hands. Okay. Tanur Rabbanon, the Rabbis Takatot, Kol Mitzvah Sanagos Beavil. Excuse me. Any mitzvahs that uh, <laughs> excuse me we have by a mourner. So any um, of the halachas of mourning, uh, like when somebody passes away, so then those same halachas apply to Tishabov. Also, you're not allowed to eat and drink on Tishabov. Now, that's of course something, you know, a mourner is allowed to eat and drink. But <coughs> in addition to those things, also you don't eat and drink on Tishabov. You don't use oils. You don't uh, put on leather shoes. You don't have marital relations. You're not allowed to read from the Torah, from the prophets, from the writings. And you're not allowed to learn Mishnayis, Gemaris, Midrashis, Uvalachis, Uvagodis. All sorts of studying. But you'd be allowed to read things that you don't normally read and that are difficult, you know, and since you don't normally read them, they're difficult to, for you have to figure them out. They're difficult to comprehend so that you would be allowed to read. And you can learn things that you don't normally learn. You can read the Lamentations. You could read uh, and in the negative accounts in Jeremiah. Vitinokish of Israban, Vitalin, and even the little the little people, so they don't um, they don't study Torah either. Mishum Shnemar, as the Pasuk says, Kudi Asherim, excuse me, Yisharim Samchelin, that the mitzvahs of the Eibushter are straight and they make uh, your heart very very happy. You don't uh, a mourner doesn't want to be happy on Tishbav, you don't want to be happy, so therefore we don't study these things. Says Abura that actually, you know, we had said a minute ago that you'd be allowed to um, learn things that you don't normally learn because they're difficult because you don't understand them yet. So therefore, they're hard, they're difficult. So therefore, you could study them as a mortar on Tishabab. But um, says Abura, no, you know, even things that are difficult, you're not allowed to study. But you are allowed to study Eov, you are allowed to read the Lamentations. In the, in the negative accountings in Jeremiah, 
<coughs> and the little kiddos, they don't study Torah. Because it says that the mitzvahs and the abishter are straight and they make your heart happy. And these are not times when we want our hearts to be happy. The Mishnah had said, The fellow should not consume meat, he should not drink wine. Tana was takatot. He's allowed to um, eat salted meats and he's allowed to drink this like um, very young wine. Um, how long is meat still considered fresh? As long as it's like a shlom, right? A shlom is eaten for two days and the night in between. So also meat. For the first two days, it's still considered fresh. But if you put it, I guess, in salt and you preserve it, on day three already, it can be considered um, salted meat and you can eat it, um, I guess, uh, on Erev Tisha How long is wine considered like this very young wine, Kosmanchu Toses, as long as it's like, um, I don't know, Rashi says, Roseach, burning. All right. Tano, um, you don't have to worry about revealed wine. It's for three days. right? Meaning, uh, generally, if you have uncovered liquids, you have to be concerned that maybe a snake got on it and imparted its venom into the liquid. But <coughs> we do not have to be concerned if it, we're talking about this very young, <coughs> I guess, pressed wine, pressed grapes, I guess, for three days. All right? Says the Gemara, Amr Vyudam Rav. Oh, this is incredible. Amr Vyudam Rav. So it says Rav in the name of Rav. This was the minig of Rav Yudah Brabiloi. That's Rav Yehuda. And Rav Tishabav, that on the eve of Tishabav, they'd bring him, I don't know, I guess stale bread, like, um, you know, um, not, not very tasty bread, I guess, but Melach. With salt, v'yoshev v'intonu v'chiraim. He would sit between the oven and the stove. V'ochel v'shose alei v'ochel, and he would eat a dart in v'shose alei kiton shemaim. He would drink a bit of water. V'doma kimi shemesumuto lefanav, and he was as though um, um, so somebody had passed away before him. Friends, why is this so incredible? Because it is. Because I always feel like we don't know so much about Rab Yehuda Bariloi. I mean, he comes up all the time in the Mishnahis and the Rices. We don't know so much. I don't know. We had like Daf Yud Gimel of Masech the Erevin where it talks about Reb Meir. We have Daf Lamed Gimel of Shabbos where it talks about uh, Reb Shimon. You know, we see about different Tanoim in different places. And I feel like we don't see so much about the life of Yudobar Eloi. Now, one place where we learned Shtikol about Yudobar Eloi was in Daf Chofei Omid Beis of Masech the Shabbos. And they literally use the same Lushen. It's unbelievable. Right? They say, Oviri says, right? Says Ravudo Marav, also in Mesech the Shabbos, says Ravudo Marav. It says, And it says over there, Erev Shabbos. It says, right? Over there it says, And then Oviri says, Over there it says, Over there it says, what was it? Vidome ke... Oh, now I'm forgetting. Kemal HaChelokim or something like that. Kemal HaShem Tzvakos, something like that. Anyways, <laughs> it's amazing because 
Like these are two snippets where we actually hear something about Rebuta Bar Eli and his life, uh, how he would act in Erev Shabbos, how he would act in Erev Tishabov, and it's like the same, the same template. Super interesting. Tonight also, we talk and learn over there. So a place where the minig is that they do work on on on, on Tishbab, <laughs> so you can do the work on Tishbab. If the minig amokum, the place they generally do not do work on Tishbab, so then we don't then then then, <laughs> then don't do work in that place. Now no matter where you live, Tamid Chacham should not be working. And Tishabab, Rav Shimon Gamliel, Lomer says Rav Shimon Gamliel, Lolem Yaisik Kolod Matzma Ketamur Chacham. And says Rav Shimon Gamliel, a fellow can always consider himself to be a Tamur Chacham in this regard. Tan Nami Yachu Itak Also, and a brayse like this, Rav Shimon Gamliel, Omer says Rav Shimon Gamliel, Lolem Yaisik Kolod Matzma Ketamur Chacham Kadeshi Yisan. A fellow can make himself into a Torah scholar. You know, he can consider himself to be a Tamur Chacham when it comes to uh, accepting upon himself uh, the stringencies of fasts, and therefore also here. Uh, if a fellow doesn't want to work, you know, he wants to refrain from working on uh, Tishabab, so he may do that. Tani Idach, we talk about another Brisa. Reb Shimon Gamliel Omer says, Reb Shimon Gamliel, Kola Ocha Vishosa B'Tishabab, a fellow eats and drinks on Tishabab, not a good idea. Kilu Ocha Vishosa B'Yom HaKippurim, it's like he eats and drinks on Yom Kippur. Not, not good. Reb Akiva says, Reb Akiva Omer says, Reb Akiva, Kola Ocha Malacha B'Tishabab, a fellow, who does work on Tishabab in a way olam, he will not see signs of blessing forever. I imagine maybe probably from that work that he's doing. <coughs> if a fellow, instead of mourning Jerusalem, he's doing work on Tishabab in a way well then he's also, if he's not going to be mourning on Jerusalem, well then he's also not going to experience this, the rejoicing, the happiness. Of Jerusalem, Shneimar, as the pasuk says, "Simchu es Yerushalayim giluba, be happy with Jerusalem and rejoice in it." Kol ohavel, all those who love Yerushalayim, sisu ito misos kol amisablim oleah, and all the people rejoice. <coughs> Who's going to rejoice? The people who mourn it. So mikanamu, where they said, "Kol masabel al Yerushalayim zochavrov v'simchasu," a fellow who mourns Jerusalem will merit to see its happiness. A fellow does not mourn Jerusalem in a row of so he's not going to experience its happiness. So therefore, uh, it's, uh, it's good to refrain from doing work on Tishbab and instead um, be focusing on um, the mourning of Jerusalem. A fellow eats meat and drinks wine on Tishbab. All of a cause of Omer Paul says about this fellow, that their sins are on their bones. Alright. Rabbi says, that you have to flip over your bed. But the Chacham says, nah, you don't have to flip over your bed. Tanya, Taka learned by So they said to Rabbi according to you, what should pregnant women and women who are nursing do? Do they all, like, how are they going to flip over their beds and, and sleep on that? They, it, it's not going to work for them. Ooh, excuse me. Omer Loim, so Rebuda said to them, Afani lo amarti el biyacho. So Rebuda says, no, I'm only talking about if they're able to. A fellow who's able to should flip over his bed. Tanin amiyachi, taka learn a brace like this. 
Modu Buddha Chachomim, the Buddha Takir Mitzvah Chachomim, Mishaino Yacho, when he is unable to, um, that, you know, if a fellow is unable to, to flip over his bed, so he doesn't flip over his bed. And the rabbis admit with Rabbi Yehuda that you do flip over your bed when, 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 when you're able to. So my binah, so if that's the case, that they both essentially agree with each other, that when you're unable to, you don't flip over the bed, when you're able to, you do flip over the bed. So what's the nafkamina? Siki binayu shamitas. The nafkamina is the other um, beds in the house. Right? A fellow who needs to flip, so if a fellow is able to flip over his bed, <laughs> so he flips over his bed, so then what about all the other beds in the house? Do you have to flip over those? So, Kedetanez will learn the Baisa, Kishamu lichfo samita, Vamitosu bilvad, who when we say you flip over your bed, it's not just your bed. You take a flip over all the beds in the house. That the Allah is like the price um, that says that the Chacham did not agree with the Rebuda whatsoever, i.e. that you don't actually have to flip over your bed. Friends, that was that Lamed of Masechta Tainis. I think I'm going to hold it right here because my voice is really a shtickle schwer, but basically it talked about Arab Tishabab and the restrictions of eating meat and drinking wine and other foods on Tishabab. And we saw this awesome line of It's very, very gewaldic. And talked about it at the end about flipping over your bed. Machlokas Rabbi Yudah and the Chacham. Friends, that was the Aflamad of the Peace.